It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour. I'm Ed Huglin, your host this evening. And tonight, we're also going to have on, again, my guest today, Dr. Li Min Yen. She's a regular guest on this National Security Hour program as we both talk about cognitive warfare and China's unrestricted warfare, the existential threats that are involved there. Now, in today's news and recent news, uh, China's economic bubble seems to potentially be ready to burst. Xi's getting ready to push back internally, and his Manchurian president and compromised president, President Biden, is reaching a crescendo in the accusations against him and his son in terms of being compromised and complicit with China, Russia, and others. But we're going to focus on what is China preparing to do, or what have they already done to remove the United States as an obstacle to world domination? These are key questions as we continue to address the ongoing cognitive war, which I detail in my new book, The Cognitive War, Why We Are Losing and How We Can Win. You can get it on Amazon today. In that book, I detail the background, the theory, the operations and solutions to enable us to compete and to win in this ongoing cognitive war. But today with Dr. Yen, we're going to discuss three specific areas tied to this ongoing war. First, we're going to talk about the ability of China to effectively target American leadership at all levels across our defense, intelligence, congressional and other executive departments and offices. Second, we'll discuss how this scenario ties into China's unrestricted warfare and their practices. And then lastly, if time, we'll talk about what can the U.S. do to counter to counter these efforts by China and our adversaries in this unrestricted warfare effort. Now, let me introduce Dr. Li Yen. She's a medical doctor, PhD virologist, and independent coronavirus expert. She was educated at the top two medical schools in China, Southern Medical University and Central South University. She is a postdoctoral fellow at the School of Public Health at the University of Hong Kong. She has a weekly broadcast that you must listen to on Saturday and Sunday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, the voice of Dr. Yen. You'll get insights there like you're gonna get nowhere else because she'll give you not only the cultural perspective, but the insider's perspective about what's going on in China, because she has a phenomenal network of sources and others. As she also joins me regularly here on the NASA Security Hour, again, as I mentioned, to raise awareness on cognitive warfare. But before we begin today and talk about those three subjects, we have some breaking news that many Americans may not be aware of. This speaks to how China has set up illegal blockades or impediments to travel in international waters but their ineptitude and stupidity led to the death and destruction of one of their own nuclear submarines. So let me turn to Dr. Yen, who exposed this story so she could bring it to our listeners tonight. Dr. Yen. Hi, uh, sir. Thank you for having me again. Uh, yes, let's talk about the submarine, nuclear submarine accident first. Uh, 
So briefly, I and my friend, Mr. Muda of the Muda Media, we are the first to, and also the exclusive source to expose this Chinese Communist Party's Navy nuclear-powered uh, attack submarine, the Type A accident. Its type is 093, and the number of this submarine is on March 417. And this accident happened on 21st August in Yellow Sea, and which is uh, actually we have exposed the coordinates later, and also it is outside the uh, near the city, uh, it's called Lian Yingang, which is between Shanghai and uh, Beijing. So the thing is, we get our exclusive sources from the Central Military Commission of Chinese Communist Party. And we also get this information because when the accident happened, President Xi Jinping was on his flight to South Africa for the BRICS summit. And at that time, we get the information at the same time with Xi Jinping. And what Xi Jinping reads from his report is classified, top classified, but we review the information and keep updates. So that become a breaking news. And also because we have released so many details gradually and Xi Jinping's very angry. So that's why uh, initially, you know, uh, to, uh, by the way, initially when he was on the flight, his first request to the military was block the news block all the information because he need to make the stability, uh, uh, military stability. However, we expose it. So initially they used cyber army propagandist to deny it and attack us. And later since 24th August, they start to use official because it takes two uh, over two days for the official media to fight back, right? They need to prepare the propaganda, review it. So it started from the largest state-run media group, Shanghai Media Group, the, uh, the paper, that uh, journal. So later, the thing is, since we start to reveal so, we, we start to reveal so many things and there are a lot of people watching it, finally, cannot cover up the death. So by uh, 30, for, uh, 31st August, uh, China Defense Ministry had to talk about it through their uh, press. However, they play the tricks that we emphasize that the accident happened in Yellow State. But they changed the location. They said, oh, the journalist asked whether there is a nuclear uh, submarine 093 uh, accident in Taiwan streets. So China DOD spokesman said, no, there is no accident in Taiwan streets. And so uh, this is yes. their tricks to deny it. And I can tell you, according to the records of China DOD previous, when they tried to deny something, but now it all become true. And also we received numerous threats from CCP, including the United Front Work Department to threat to kill us. Okay, so that is a very brief summary. And uh, if you wanna have uh, details on my tweets and also on my uh, in my latest article.
No, that's great, Dr. Yen. Yes, and please do go to Dr. Yen's uh, uh, link on the, on the uh, AmericaOutloud.news website. You'll see that information there. What's interesting here is the anti-CCP media and lewd media and yourself is people need to understand is you're doing it at risk to your life because these people are actually looking for you and have threatened you with killing you here in America, here in America. And so America, you have to understand, we are no longer separated by two oceans. You saw the police stations in New York and other places. You see the Chinese students and other folks steal our, our technology, but there are also sources of information buried within those masses that are very beholden to the CCP. And so folks like Dr. Yen have to constantly be on her guard. What was I found interesting here is a couple of things. One is all 55 crew in the cabin are dead. 22 military officers, seven students, nine petty officers, and 17 soldiers. That level of detail is phenomenal. As Dr. Yen says, she has some incredible sources. So if our NASA security apparatus is not listening to her show and to this show, they better start because you're going to get insights like you got no get nowhere else. The other thing I found, which is interesting, because of the visceral response by the United Front to you and, and Mr. Lude and others, is you hit a nerve. You hit a strong nerve. And what's this tell us when we compete in the cognitive warfare with China? There are a variety of ways and means that we can take the fight to them to cause them to react to us. Yet we sit here idly spinning on our thumbs, admiring our kinetic solutions while they kick our rear end in the cognitive domain. Okay, so we need to start changing this. So that and other issues got me thinking. So this is where Dr. Yen and I spoke last time as we move on to today's subject. We spoke last time about the materials, several tons of biological agents found in an illegal bio lab in California. And as part of unrestricted warfare, China has no compunction, no morals about using fair retribution, retaliation, okay, against us here in the United States. So I thought about what could they do? What is, what's the possible motive here, given that they've already killed and murdered over 1.3 million Americans through the China flu and through the 100,000 per year fentanyl deaths. So we have to take it like at worst case scenarios here. What I want to do is turn to Dr. Yen and, you know, when I talk about this in terms of the silent killers, how China is targeting our, our leadership, you know, we're in the midst of this cognitive war, but they're targeting every level of our top leadership. What are your thoughts on, you know, the targeting, how they're targeting our leadership and, and what they may have already completed? Oh, sir, this is a very good question. And first, uh, when, when we say we are talking about the worst scenario, I always think we can't reach to the worst scenario because we are not that evil. Every time when we try to uh, make the conclusion of what they have, based on what they have seen, what they have, the evidence, Still, finally, uh, if you have the chance no, to know that, you will realize that we are far away from their goals. I mean, our conclusion cannot reach that level of evilness. And this is too evil. Even our conclusion is difficult to be accepted because people say, oh, this is far-fetched. 
No, CCP make all the far-fetched things into the reality. And because it sounds too far-fetched, human cannot accept it. I mean, a normal human. And that's why it actually become a very special protective method for Chinese Communist Party to avoid accountability. And when we're talking about targeting, I mean, in China, Chinese Communist Party targets everyone. So they have established a very mature protocol and keep improving it based on the technology and the large database. So when they turn to the overseas, I mean, they have believed, uh, they believe that China is under the control now and the Xi Jinping's aggression is to overcome the uh, overcome the world. I mean, make China great rejuvenation and make the, all the mankind share the same future. That basically means you will become red. So the thing is, they need to target uh, people overseas. And then they need to little by little target. So they have their strategy to targeting America uh, from different levels. As we have talked, they will target your uh, politicians, target the people in the executive agencies like military, intelligence community, as well target the media, like the, of course, we know CNN, New York Times, and they also will target people, they have sent people into the uh, conservative media too. I mean, they, there is no doubt. Yes. And also they target ordinary people. So they deliver me. I mean, they have different type of, it's a combination of uh, propaganda when they uh, spread it. Like, for example, president level, they want what kind of information and China can manage to deliver such misinformation to the president based on his knowledge. And then choose the analyst level, professional analyst like you, China will manage to deliver another type of misinformation combined with their spies. And for the media, for they will manage to provide the uh, material for them to believe they made a right, uh, they made an unbiased report. However, it already uh, helps CCP to deliver their message to um, influence people, to change people's judgment. And for the public, you will see a lot of rumors spread by Chinese Communist Party to people make people confusing. They cannot make judgment. Yes. So this is a general way, but of course they have a very specific way, as I have ex described in previous episode of the Voice of Dr. Yen. For example, there is one data in 2021, China uh, CCP's uh, one agent department, United Front Work Department, as we know, that is part of the overseas police station. So they have allocated. The uh, three million U.S. dollar for each legislators in the U.S. Parliament to the United Front work campaign. So what does it mean? It doesn't mean they will uh, deliver three million to your legislators. Not like that. Mm -hmm. For example, um, they they know there are over five hundred uh, legislators in the Parliament at that time. So they put this budget. And the United Front campaign can receive this uh, totally 3 million and uh, 500 people, this amount of budget to help them 
work lobby and influence American legislators. So these three media will be, I mean, they can use for each person yes. to make mislead them, to even find out maybe corrupt them. This is a very, uh, I mean, what, what's it, <laughs> very big plan. Oh, sorry to interrupt, Dr. Yim. We have about a minute yeah. before we go on our first break here. But what's interesting here is uh, that $3 million for every member of Congress is being used to target them for the disinformation propaganda campaign. Now, think of that money from a perspective of being spent within China and their forces. They have a billion people and they have a million plus people under this regime doing the propaganda disinformation. That's a significantly massive campaign of influence. Okay. Now also think about what we found in the illegal weapons lab in California with all those pandemic virals and stuff like that. They can specifically with the DNA, TikTok data, other data they collected and stuff like that we'll go into when we come back from break. They can specifically target those individuals by themselves and with biological or chemical agents and use those to take them out with little to no means to do attribution. Now, think of it. They don't have to take out the whole U.S. Congress or even the whole U.S. military. They only have to take out a percentage, a small percentage of them to cause massive chaos and panic. That's where we're heading, folks. But when we come back from break, we're going to continue to talk about this with Dr. Yen. But both for Herschel, the voice of Dr. Yen, and here at the National Security Hour, which plays five days a week at 7 p.m. Eastern, and has a great great lineup of hosts like the two mics, Mary Fanny and others. You can watch and listen to us on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, which plays on iHeartRadio. It plays on multiple different apps on Apple, Android, and Alexa 24 by 7. And you can hear them also on our podcast once they go to podcast. So go to americaoutloud.news to get all the details. We'll be right back. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. 
Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the NASA Studio. Today we're talking about the silent killers, China and unrestricted warfare, as it relates to the ongoing cognitive war. So as we left for the break, we're talking about the potential targeting of U.S. leadership. And for people, as Dr. Yen said up front, it's unfathomable for many people, unbelievable for many people to think of this type of scenario as being real. But you have to take a step back and look at reality. Over 1 million Americans and over 7 million plus people worldwide were murdered by the China flu. Okay, COVID. It was released accidentally, but it spread and it murdered all those people. There's been no accountability back to China for this. You have 100,000 Americans dying each year from fentanyl. So think of their fact and think of the unrestricted warfare, as I mentioned, which was published by two Chinese communist colonels in 1999, almost a quarter century ago, and they've been implementing this. And what they say is, we believe that some morning, people will wake up to discover with surprise that quite a few gentle and kind things have begun to have offensive and lethal characteristics. So they've telegraphed this now for over 24 years. We know they've stolen over a million personnel records from OPM, including myself. They've collected massive DNA and family genealogical data from commercial entities. And they bought massive amounts of commercial data from social media, financial, and other firms. Yet they own their own massive collection systems, TikTok, WeChat, and others. And they have 150 million Americans on TikTok right now. That's 150 million data collection points they have every single day in America, plus 300-something thousand students, plus the other people here who are work visas. So if we continue our blissful ignorance okay, to fail to imagine the reality of what's before us. And the fact that if Xi is beginning to get in trouble, he's going to do something to distract his people's attention. And in doing an attack on the United States is very much in the possibility, as we've already seen a number of cyber attacks and other things. So Dr. Yen, what are your thoughts in terms of uh, China and how they're using TikTok, Chinese drones, and other means of collection and targeting Americans, not just for propaganda and disinformation, but for potentially for lethal purposes. Okay, so there are a lot of things they can do. And first, we, we have been working on this for quite a while with Luder Media and our sources in China to provide uh, our, our um, the information from Chinese Communist Party to American friends to uh, understand how it works in U.S. And so, for example, when we talk about TikTok, that is only one app, which is well known that it collects your data, it will uh, deliver the propaganda to influence you, and also it can access to the data in your phone so they can uh, grab your private, uh, private data. So all these things will help them to perfect China's database to targeting every uh, American. And the thing is, it's not only TikTok. Zoom, we are using now, is also controlled, I mean, domestically controlled by Chinese Communist parties. 
I mean, uh, we we may not see the staff uh, as a maybe not CEO, maybe not other, but actually Zoom have behind it. There is a lot of capitals, and they could change to other staffs. But you cannot deny the CCP's huge influence on that because we know that even back to two years ago, uh, Zoom has sh- shut off the one of the anti-CCP discussion, I mean, which is an online conference on TMN event at that time. So this is just one example. And also there are so many other things. For example, you may have heard something called the TEMU, T-E-M-U. That is some like Amazon-like website and shopping mall online. So this provides you very cheap things delivered from China and always give you a lot of promotion. And it occupied a lot of market in U.S. now after, uh, I think, just within one year come to U.S. However, it is also CCP controlled. And also, it will mean uh, that their office based in China can get access to your private information. They also get your bank account information. Altogether, this is a common way to use. And when we talk about the infrastructure, uh, right? Yes, infrastructure. Yeah, yes. sorry. <laughs> yeah, so the, when we talk about like the electricity power, okay? And also we talk about traditional grid and the modern, I mean, solo grid. These are, there are two types of grid. Please check how many percentage of the product and the important accessories were made in China. Yes, and, yes. So I can give you one data according to our sources. In the solar grid, 95% of the solar panels made in China. And uh, other accessories also, but you may sometimes, you see it's labeled as made in other countries. But if you check it, you will see maybe the final step was completed in the other country to avoid the sanction or for other purpose to to uh, make yes. you uh, lose your uh, virginity. So, China can control their things, their products in the in your infrastructures through the programs, through the people, and also they can through the products made by them. So this is already recently, uh, actually in the Congress, they have shown that how China can man- remotely manipulate the car. And so then the car could, could get the accident so this is just one example. You cannot imagine how many these kind of products in your life and programs around you. So that's why when we talk about little by little, we always oh here CCP, oh there CCP. But how could you handle it? Do you have enough manpower? Do yes. you have enough money? Do you have enough time to do it? If you just deal with it one by one by one, that's too reactive. That's not yes. the right way we should do. No, a- absolutely right. So you hit on a couple of key things that are very important. So first of all, Zoom having shut off an anti-Chinese discussion. This is where Americans must demand from our legislators in Congress to stop American companies from aiding Chinese subversion and subjugation and censorship here in America. Right? It's just unacceptable. In the cyber and neuroscience realm, all right. You remember, most people remember Chris Krebs from the uh, Department of Homeland Security, the Cyber Information Security uh, Office. During the solar winds attack, 
which was taking place during our national elections. Now, that solar winds attack was attributed to Russia, but I'm not sure if they understand fully what that uh, attribution was actually about or whether China was involved also. But the point being is to Dr. Yen's uh, statements, Russia or China was able to, with solar winds, to get inside our system, okay, and map our system and abuse our system and shut things down, and we had no idea that we were there. As she said, with Bluetooth and other means and electric cars and regular cars, you can tap into and you can hack into the car's system now via Bluetooth capabilities and do a variety of things if you're nefarious enough. Okay, so they can actually get into your automobile, use it to record you, and also use it to shut the vehicle down and other things if they wish to. China's also been working with the People's Liberation Army in developing a high technology weapons designed to disrupt brain functions and influence government leaders. So imagine this, if they have these electromagnetic beams tied to neuroscience and they have a means then to affect this on different people, think what they could do to our leadership from a small distance away. So these are not pie in the sky or wild theories. These are realities of where China is going in this unrestricted warfare against us. As a psychological warfare, media warfare, and legal warfare in terms of their efforts here. Uh, Dr. Yen, so when, when I, we've talked in the past, most Americans forget that during the Cold War and the Soviet Union in the end of World War II, we were infiltrated with multiple different Soviet spies. And the Venona Papers, just Google up Venona Papers, was a super secret project which then revealed the extent to which we were infiltrated by Soviet spies. And this has helped where they captured the folks who, who released secrets on the nuclear bomb and stuff. But it shows you, American people, that with enough planning and purpose, our adversaries can get inside the tent here. Now, Dr. Ian, what are your thoughts in terms of how have they, or do you think they have compromised some of our leadership here in the United States? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I would say that definitely some people are compromised. And the point is, some of people are compromised. Uh, I mean, they know it without, uh, with awareness, but some people without awareness. And that's the most important part in the cognitive warfare, in the uh, cognitive uh, inter 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 uh, intervention. So that's something even worse because once you know that, yes, you have some, uh, for example, you know, some legislators we always talk about and we know they, they get affairs with Chinese spies or they, they have collaborations. And uh, so these people, they, they know they, they need to pro Chinese Communist Party. Mm -hmm. And for the public, once you start to focus on this issue, it's not that difficult for you to identify such population. However, for the other part, they don't know they've been gradually uh, influenced by the CCP's misinformation and agents around them. That will cause a very potential huge risk and damage to American national security. And it really, I mean, I would say there are so many examples and we cannot list it here one by one by one, but we should know Chinese Communist Party learned from the U Soviet Union. 
And also, Soviet Union has provided a lot of experience and also expert after the collapse. And the Chinese Communist Party also developed their own strategy, combined the Confucianism uh, and also the very special Chinese culture. Plus, in the past over four decades, their efforts to work with U.S. pretending to be your friends learn from the United States. So nowadays, their strategy is so sophisticated. And when we talk about how they influence the people in U.S., how they uh, influence targeting the leadership, it's not only you, you track this uh, money, this bill, and you have to carefully uh, analyze the information come from China or come from the people who looks like, uh, I mean, who looks has no relation to China, but actually that is just a tool for China to deliver misinformation. You have to understand the very uh, fundamental tactics China's using to target you. And then that will help you to have a better understanding to make the better judgment, not only directly uh, affected by those information. Then how could you know that? You have to learn the cognitive warfare tactic. And that's the basic thing you have to do. No, exactly right. And so what really concerns me here, so let's use our example. Today in the United States, there's 310,000 Chinese students. In China today, a dramatic reduction of U.S. students from about 11 to 14,000 at the peak is only 340-something, 340, not 1,000, but 340 people studying in China right now. Think of that. That's 6,000 Chinese students per state. Now, they're not all spies, but they're all beholden to the CCP. And if they're asked for some basic information, they have to provide it. And so you have a vast collection resource there at their tips without all the other items Dr. Yen and I talked about. But when I take a look at our director of national intelligence recently and Avril Herman, who's the DNI, their report that just came out, of course, stop the presses, China and Russia are our main threats. But why do I say stop the presses? Because just last year, in the IC annual threat assessment that's provided to Congress, what did Avril Herman and the DNI list as the number one threat? Climate change. What the hell? Climate change? And here you have, I mean, what did China and Russia just appear yesterday, DNI? Did they just come out of the woodwork yesterday, like Freddy Krueger? I mean, my God, think of this. So we spend $107 billion. Uh, I mean, $101.7 billion on our intelligence community. And just this year, they come out and say China and, and Russia are number one threat. I, I, I don't know where climate change is now, but they still say it's an existential threat. But what else does our intelligence community do? They say they're focused on adopting hiring policies and making spy services more inclusive and diverse. You think China... And espionage care about how diverse our intelligence community is? No, they care how effective it is. And what's amazing here is our NASA security division at the FBI, run by Matt Olson, a gentleman I used to work with at DNI. 
he helped shut down the Chinese espionage program that Trump had, which Christopher Ray said they were opening an investigation on espionage every eight to 10 hours. What the hell happened after that? I think Mr. Olson owes the nation an explanation of what's happening with regards to Chinese espionage. So we're going to continue this discussion in terms of the targeting stuff, but we're going to switch it a little bit more now and talk to it in respect to the unrestricted warfare when we come back from the break. All of our shows go to podcasts typically a day after broadcast is heard here on talk radio. The podcast with the descriptions and the bios of our guests all go up on AmericaOutlaw.news. But you can hear those podcasts then anytime on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcasts, and many, many more different things. But be sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts to rate this show for me. But Dr. Yen and I'll be right back. Changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Welcome back to the Mass Security Hour. On with me today again is Dr. Li Min Yen. And I advocate strongly. You go to her programs on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, listen to the voice of Dr. Yen. She's bringing you critical information from a unique set of resources inside China that you hear nowhere else on national radio or media. Well, before we went on break, we we're talking about the targeting of American leadership. The fact that that can happen is real. The fact it has happened is real. The question is, when will they pull the trigger, literally and figuratively? That we don't know. But it could come at any time that she felt pressure or other things. It can come in the form of the assassination of our leadership, the removal of our leadership by viruses and other things, all of which attribution would be extremely difficult. But this is all part of China's unrestricted warfare. 
again, and Dr. Yen and I talk on about this it's a significant amount of time we focus on this because it's critically important for the American population and world population to understand their nefarious efforts and actions, this evil that they seek to ensure their place in world hegemony and their absolute power. So in chapters three and four of Unrestricted Warfare, what I found, I'm gonna to turn to Dr. Yen here in a second. Let's start with chapter three. What I found was very interesting is these two colonels studied thoroughly what happened in the Gulf War. And their key takeaway was a focus on the importance of organization under one command. And when you take a look from 1999 to today, we saw a dramatic reorganization across China's national security apparatus, which, by the way, in my book, The, the Cognitive War, available on Amazon, which in my book, I highlight we need to do the same thing here in the United States and overhaul national security. But the two colonels helped drive that. So, Dr. Yin, what are your thoughts on that specific aspect of unified command and tightness in unified command that the two colonels talk about in unrestricted warfare? I think in the chapter three and chapter four, basically they analyze what they learned from the Gulf War and the later uh, military reformation in the United States uh, by 1990s. And then they're based on that, they, uh, I mean, first I want to tell people, when I read it, my, uh, First response is, this is a book, not only tell you how they think about, also it uh, mixed with a lot of propaganda, CCP's propaganda, to brainwash their readers to uh, totally accept their thoughts. So here, in these two chapters, you can see first, they confirm the, I mean, kinetic war, the development of the high technology uh, weapons, uh, in the United States, and they really work quite well in the Gulf War. And that is something China, even until now, has a huge gap, a huge difference between the United, uh, from the United States. So this is something they need to confirm. However, they also want their readers to know Chinese Communist Party have their own special uh, advantage. And this is something uh, if you are loyal to CCP and uh, if you uh, uh, treat U.S. as enemy, so you should remember all these things because this will provide you confidence. So what is their confidence through these two chapters? Something very importantly that they said, not only American people, you know, always argue disagreement with something. That's why they said, oh, you see, that make you low efficiency to make the decision or uh, lack of coordination and during the battles. But also they mentioned the one sentence in, uh, in the, I think, chapter four. They said America <clears throat> just focused on the very expensive kinetic things, but they don't want their military soldiers die. They won't make it to the zero casualties. That become Americans' top goal after the uh, Gulf War and in the uh, later Reformation. So for China, they, these two colonels, when they wrote this document, they clearly deliver CCP's value that, oh, human lives are cheap. Why don't you want any casualty? If you 
prefer the casualty using human as tools. You don't need spend. You don't need to spend so much money focusing on kinetic war. And see, that's why we need to write the cognitive uh, um, unrestricted warfare to tell you how to use the cognitive interference and other tactics to manipulate human. I mean, when I read yes. it, I really feel so evil because. Yes, well, American side develops the kinetic war and other things. It really has a lot of problem. That is something we call we need balance. Yeah. But it's really not as CCP think. They, they think once they can use people's war, like now we are seeing now, then they can save a lot of money and that can compensate a huge gap between them and America in the kinetic warfare. Totally anti-human. Yes. No, exactly right. So it's interesting. There are a couple of things that you bring up. The zero casualty focus that we have here in America is a, an unrealistic and a detrimental position that we have. Now, we don't need to take China's position that human life is not valuable. But China realizes that the zero casualty is our goal. So in any kinetic war, they know the short attention span and the, the willingness of America to accept a lot of casualties is not there. And so they will use that to their advantage. And that's where when we talk about them targeting our leadership, if they took out 10% of our leadership, congressional, intelligence, or other, and we've seen a number of key leaders uh, die, okay, that would cause massive panic in the U.S., especially if we are not able to do attribution on that. That would set off chaos and such in our financial markets and everything else, all to China's benefit. That's where I get so frustrated with our intelligence community and our national security apparatus and why I call for it in my book to be completely overhauled. Because as Dr. Yen pointed out, China is focused on the cognitive war, the cognitive war, the war of influence in the cognitive domain that's causing us to react perpetually to what they're doing, such to the point that given that war and how they're implementing it in unrestricted warfare, our kinetic weapons will end up being useless. Why? Because we'll have been subverted within by our own people and by the lemmings and the useful idiots who support China. And so the second chapter there, the chapter four, Dr. Yen, what I found interesting there is they they also took a great lesson to say that, look, uh, the integration of the different services under a unified command was very important. But they understood culturally what I've seen throughout my four decades is that every one of our services today is a titanium cylinder of sub-excellence, okay? Meaning they're a silo unto themselves. They're not integrated with their other services. They could feign they have some communication integration, other things. But what does this mean for us in the United States? While we're able to make this work effectively 30 years ago in the Gulf War, in today's wars, in the information war, in the cognitive war, we are the keystone cops when we're competing with China and Russia in the cognitive war because we are bifurcated and the use those seems to divide and conquer us. And even in their book, they talk about the specifically that the United States military is focused on 
their own little piece of the pie, the budget pie, and they, they have the inter-service rivalries. So can you talk a little bit about, about, again, chapters three and four, and what other perspective did you gain from, from that, from the unrestricted warfare? Oh, sure, sure. There are a lot that we can talk that. For example, uh, you see, they talk about the disagreement between this department, the military, uh, during the Reformation, and they said this uh, highly uh, affects the efficiency and will uh, interfere the decision, right? And why did they mention it? One thing is, yes, this is really a problem happened in the United States. And the other thing is, I mean, this is not only happening in U.S. It happened in any democratic country. You want no disagreement. You want everyone agree with a, oh, every issue. Go to the dictator country. Okay, North Korea is a good example, and now China is another good example. So the thing is, they want let people see the weakness by studying your culture and also your uh, this professional document. You see, they. they have referred so many internal reference uh, in the military to generate this, this conclusion. But on the other hand, this is the way they using this kind of soft propaganda to influence Chinese and also other readers. Yeah. See, democratic country has a lot of problem learn from China. We have our very advanced experience. Say now we all listen to CCP and yes, nowadays we all listen to Xi Jinping and there's no uh, disagreement. When he wants the Xi Jinping wants zero COVID policy, just do it. When he yeah. wants to cancel it, the next day is canceled. When they want to fight against the uh, United States, help Russia altogether, they can do it very quickly. So this is the other way they try to make people, uh, I mean, anti-American. Yes. And this is a, a consistent with the uh, education we receive from our childhood and also the other generations did the same too. So the, the, this is for you, you will say, oh yeah, this is our weakness. For Chinese people, that already being derived into a very simple kind of conditional reflection. Yes. You like U.S., See, U.S. people quarrel and the U.S. government cannot make decisions efficiently. So we should know U.S. is not good. China is great. Our country is good. Loyal to CCP. So this yes. is something you see everywhere. They try to deliver such propaganda to brainwash you. And then they will move to their tactic that why you need to use the unrestricted warfare. You even maybe in the beginning when you read this, you say, oh, too evil. No, we can't do that. Then they will tell you, if you don't do it, see, America is a negative example. And so that's why they prepare for the justice for people to accept yes. their anti-human, unrestricted warfare tactics. No, exactly. And so what was interesting and what you brought up there is that how they use the propaganda and disinformation there. And I remember, I can't remember what specific year it was, right after Biden was elected, where she lectured Biden on how effective China's democracy was over yes. the United States. You know, unfathomable. But the propaganda aspect there was tremendous for China. So in chapter four, these two gentlemen talk about what do Americans gain by touching the elephant? What, what they mean by the elephant is the military, industrial, the, the integrated, the, the different services. But the, they 
they say that I especially admire the prominent longstanding sectarianism that exists among the military services to the extent that a grand warfare investigation has been turned into a blind person trying to size up the elephant. But And so when you read into that, what they're focusing on here is, is how our titanium cylinders of sub-excellence okay, actually undermine our overall ability to operate as an enterprise. And they've analyzed this and the current infrastructure and branches, and they use this against us in different various weaknesses and stuff. They talk about uh, to, to uh, yeah, they talk about from a technology perspective, and I've seen this during my four decades inside the intelligence community in DoD. Because our services are so stagnant and so industrial, tied to the industrial age still, and such stovepipes, what I call titanium cylinders of sub-excellence. Okay, they have a significant hurdle in rapidly adopting new technologies. And so they say, compared with the advanced technology they possess, the American military is clearly technologically stagnant, and it is not good at seizing opportunities to provide new technology for new military tactics. But there's two aspects of that. They're exactly right. One is it takes us three to 10 years to take today's current technology and bring it into the DOD or IC intelligence community to use. Second thing, new military tactics. We're stuck on stupid. We're stuck focused solely on kinetic when the wars move to cognitive. So back to you, Dr. Yen, in terms of additional thoughts on here, in terms of what's going on with, with their uh, chapters three and four and the total unity of command and using the bifurcation of our services to their advantage. So you see, they analyze the problem and they know the advantage you have. So what they are doing is actually, this is already 20, over 20 years ago when they rotate. So we can see it's verified that Chinese Communist Party try to take the advantage of your weakness and to divide you. And so they know that there are problems here between uh, leaders. So they will using the people's war, I mean, manpowers, and the launch a lot of money as we talk about the budget, allocating the budget, and also use misinformation to affect those leaders in different departments. And then they try to make them fight, try to make this kind of disagreement between each other larger and larger. And that can delay the decision, can totally reduce the efficiency. And also on the other hand, that uh, China knows that when you face to a crisis, like the military crisis, and you want to develop the new technology or weapons to counter it. However, if it is beyond your expectation, you didn't prepare for that, then that will take several years, right? So that will hugely hurdle the response from the United States. We have seen it now. What? COVID-19 pandemic. China is so proud of what uh, I mean, what they have done to the United States in the pandemic. And why? Because there are so many documents I've read from their top think tank and from their internal documents. They are talking about the infectious disease can uh, make a great country fall and can make China rise. And America is a good example for the great country get fall in the pandemic. Yes. You see, when you say the pandemic, you didn't have 
the, uh, enough drugs. You even don't have the basic PPE to protect people. And also you are thinking about, oh, vaccine. Yeah, high technology things in people's uh, ideas. And so we don't have three years, nine years, 10 years to develop it. So you have to wrap it up and then put these immature vaccines and yes. it cause more problems after that. And so what? China released more very end, okay? And so yes. you are busy with dealing with variant and your vaccine doesn't work very well. And also when phase two variant, you have to promote the booster. So altogether, China caused the problem. They launched the bio-attacks against you, but because it's unrestricted bio-warfare, as I defined in the Yen report in 2020, then the response happened like the outcomes is like what they described in this unrestricted warfare document. No, thank you, Dr. Yen. And so what's, what's very interesting there for our, our listeners to understand, we'll go back to the beginning of the show in the targeting of our leadership. Let's say they targeted our leadership and they took out 10, 15%, and we actually attributed it to China. China is developing and has developed very effective hypersonic missile capabilities. They're dramatically expanding their nuclear weapons stockpile. And given in unrestricted warfare, they understand that Americans loathe casualties. What you can see in a scenario is the United States will not be able to threaten China with a nuclear strike because China, as Dr. Yen pointed out, cares not about human life. They have a billion plus people. China will say with their increased nuclear weapons, their hypersonic capabilities, that if America tries or plans anything, we'll take out a significant portion of the United States population instantaneously. So basically, we will threaten, but they will shut us down. And with a president, a Manchurian president like Biden in office, he'll roll over and we will be subjugated. These are real scenarios, people. So as you listen to Dr. Yen and I, as we can continue to try to bring to you an understanding of unrestricted warfare, and cognitive warfare. Please join us on her show, The Voice of Dr. Yen. Yes, Dr. Yen, very quickly. I, yeah, I just want to add one word. When we talk about mapping the targets, COVID-19 pandemic provides you a very good example. Fauci, Ralph Barrick, and also so many experts, they make decisions, but they're already targeted by China. And many of them are corrupted. Yes, exactly. They were all corrupted. So when you have a Venona Papers type infiltration of Chinese spies in the United States, you have a Manchurian president, and you have these scenarios, we're in grave danger. I'm here in the National Security Hour to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I will go outside the fog of the daily chaos to give you a strategic perspective on national security issues and speak truth to power, the power of we the people, so that we together can best ensure the resilience and security of our republic. Thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America.